Good day and welcome to another episode of the Huntington University Comets Podcast. I am your illustrious host, Shane Alberani, but you already know that because you're a fan of the show. And if you haven't listened to the show before, why haven't you? What's going on? You've got nothing else better to do. Listen to this podcast because it's awesome and we've got an awesome guest today. We have got Comet defenseman Marcus McIver and I had to apologize to Marky because uh, he's a guy I wanted on the show last year and uh, just kind of ran out of time. You know, we kind of got busy, you know, winning cups and championships and getting rings and all that good stuff. But I was glad that Marky came back to Fort Wayne and here he is on this podcast. So let's get to it. Me and Marcus McIver. All right, we got Marcus McIver with us here today, and okay, man, out with it. You're the first guy I've talked to from last year's team. What happened to the cup? I know you witnessed it without uh, naming names. <laughs> uh, let's just say that uh, the boys had a really good time with it, and a couple of drinks led to a couple of things, and maybe it just happened to fall. Maybe it didn't. Who knows? I'm not saying anything. I might have been there. I may not have been there. Good man. Perfect. You played that well. <laughs> So, I mean, wow, I mean, uh, what an experience for you. I mean, you know, you guys didn't play in front of a full crowd until that final series, and you had never experienced a big crowd like that. Because we were, after the game uh, in South Carolina, you know, we'd lost, but everyone was in a good mood because the guys who had seen what the place could be at full capacity were like, you guys are in for a treat. Get ready, you know? Yeah, it was uh, it was something different for sure. I mean, definitely going up in uh, South Carolina there, playing in their practice rink, and I know they filled it out. And but coming home to to that crowd and not seeing it for the first time, wow! I mean, I was in for a treat, and <laughs> let me tell you, the fans didn't disappoint. Yeah, I mean, that was. I mean, I know I talked to uh, Zach Pochero. I think after the you guys won it, and he even said, "I mean, there's a guy who's been around. And he's like, I've never been in a building that loud before in my life." <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. It was awesome too, just the way the games worked out, and the fans were behind us the whole time. It was a really cool experience. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what, I mean, what was it like playing in those practice rinks? That was, I mean, that was fun for me. I don't know what it was like for you. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't too bad. I mean, playing university hockey, like a couple rinks are yeah. a little more towards the practice rink style, so you're kind of used to it. But I mean, you go from playing in professional rinks all year to you're getting into playoffs the biggest time of year, and you're getting into practice rinks, so. I mean, it was a little different, but I was kind of used to it, and I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, I was. I thought it was fun. I mean, it was just one more chapter to the crazy season that we had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you are, man, you're a bit of an enigma, man. I don't know much about you, about your background, about, I mean, this is what this podcast is all about. I mean, getting to know you. So, I mean, where are you from? Where I'm from uh, Whitby, Ontario, about okay. 40 minutes east of Toronto. Okay, so you grew up in the Toronto area? Yeah, maybe? roughly, about 40 yeah. minutes east. I go down to the city every now and then, but yeah. I'd more like to stick towards Whitby and Got a good group of friends there, so I like to hang out there for most of the summers. Yeah, yeah. So what is Whitby, Ontario like? What is that? Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty nice spot. I mean, every year I go back, I've been away for so long, since 16. Every year I go back, it gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. And I mean, I got, like I said, I got a great group of friends there that have stayed there for, for a amount of years. And every time I come home, it's always fun to see them, see my family and stuff. My, all my family's from there too, so... Is it a little bit like Letterkenny, Ontario? No, not at all. No, no. <laughs> it's, uh, it's starting to get a little more of a city vibe now on it, but it's, uh, it's a nice spot. I like it. Yeah, I had asked uh, Curtis Leonard that last year, and he said, yeah, his town was from, so yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, I can see that, Lenny. Yeah, of course, up from where he's from. Uh, so, I mean, uh, I mean, siblings, you got brothers and sisters? Yeah, yeah I, got, uh, I got an older brother who's uh, 28, yeah. he's a 93, and I got a younger brother who's 16. Yeah, oh, so you're in the middle. Yes, I'm the middle child. Nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what does your brother do? My brother, he works for a construction company up in Halliburton there, and 
He's actually he has his first baby on the way, so oh. well, I'm gonna be an uncle. So uncle, it's a, yeah, cool time. Uncle Marky, Uncle Marky is right. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and I have to get used to hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your younger brother is obviously still in high school. Yeah, he's still in high school. He's in yeah. grade eleven right now. He was yeah. playing a little football. Took a little break from it, but uh, I think he's gonna look back into getting them in football. Yeah. Mm. Football in Canada. Don't think about that. Yeah, high football. It's not as big as uh, America, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. it's a national treasure here, and I think up in Canada, it's a little more on the, the back burner. I mean, hockey is yeah. more of our national treasure, but there's still some football up there. Yeah. Well, I wonder what Friday night lights are in Canada <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to football. I, I, honestly, I, I don't know. I've never, you see, you know <laughs> I've never attended a game on a Friday, so I wouldn't know myself. But I'm sure it's a pretty good, uh, a pretty good outpouring from yeah. the fans and stuff. I'm sure they get a decent crowd. So you were just a hockey guy from that's all you played? Yeah. No, I uh, I played a little lacrosse, not much. I I, I had a choice to choose between hockey and lacrosse and. Honestly, I just loved hockey. I started yeah. when I was five. My grandpa made us a, a rink in the backyard. And yeah. I fell in love with it for the moment then. I always wanted to play it. So it was a pretty easy decision for me. So you had a rink in the backyard. We had a rink a in kid. the back. Yeah, we had a rink in the backyard. He had to drag us off of it. I mean, we go out there all day, me and my older brother. And I got a cousin who's my age, too, who'd come out and he'd, he'd be the designated goalie. So me and my older brother would go pound box at him all day. And yeah. We'd stay out there all day and all night, get the hot chocolate and come out. He made us a little <laughs> dressing room, too, warm up, go right back out. Oh, look at that. That's like, you know, it's that's a dream, man. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a really cool experience. Yeah. Definitely a cool experience yeah. for sure. So how do you make a backyard rink? Um, so he uh he had owned a he owned an auto body shop. And okay. it was like his property was a decent size. So what he did was um in the back it was kind of like a storage area. So what he did is he he boxed it in, made some boards, threw down some ceramic wrap or the plastic wrap, started filling it with ice and or started filling yeah. it with water and over time it's cold up in Canada. Yeah. I mean it froze overnight and he keep maintaining it, and it was a decent size. I want to say it was like 30 by 60, maybe. Yeah. We go out there, and we just play all the time. Yeah. And there's no boards? I mean, it's just a sheet no, of ice. No, oh, it, it had oh, boards had and boards everything. Yeah. yeah. We had the square boards. We did, you know where you, yeah. you put the stick in, your yeah. stick hits your stomach? Yeah. We had yeah. that a couple of times, and yeah. it was awesome, actually. We get the we get the boys out and play some pickup. And... Oh, wow. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So did you lose a lot of pucks? Did you have to? Oh, all the time. Pucks, we'd lose <laughs> so pucks. how many did you have to have? <laughs> we, oh, we had a bunch of pucks. And you'd see, like, I, I know they sold the place. Uh, when my, my grandfather passed, they sold the place. And I've, I actually went back this summer to take a look at it. And you can see the boards, and there's still holes from the yeah. box and stuff. And I'm sure there's pucks still in the boards. But it's a cool spot, cool little spot for me. So how did you clean it? How was, I mean, just So what he would do it? is he'd get, like, a, he'd get a massive mop. And he'd have, like, I don't know, he made a little contraction there where, like, the hose was running through. He'd just yeah. do the hot water on the mop. And every night he'd go over. He'd do, like, yeah. basically a Zamboni. Yeah. Walk up and down it. And hopefully it'd yeah. freeze overnight. And it wasn't too, like, uh, too bumpy or anything like that. And he put a lot of work into it, a lot of time. Yeah. So how off, uh, when did, uh, I guess, when do you build it? I mean, it's, I mean it gets colder in yeah. Canada, but I mean, yeah, is it September, October? So is that when you can? It was so long ago, I'm trying to think. Um, so once he built the regular foundation, because he did it a couple of years in a row, he yeah. built the foundation. It got a little easier each year. But I want to say he would start it probably mid-November. Yeah. Just getting the, the wrap out and setting that set or getting that ready for everyone. And then I want to say he'd start, the minute it started got, getting cold, he'd start putting the water in, hope yeah. for the freezing and stuff. There's no point in wasting water, so I'm almost, I want to say mid-November. <laughs> yeah, and it goes like to March, April? Yeah, I mean, it's whenever the cold really? goes away. Yeah, 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 it's whenever. We'd play all year if we could. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, that's that's really cool. So your grandpa was obviously a, a handy guy. Yeah, he was a very yeah. handy guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, you said a body, a body shop? Yeah, he owned a body shop there. Yeah. He was a very hands-on guy, so uh, it was really cool. He was really uh, spoiled us, me and my brother. He did really <laughs> good for us.
Was your dad the same way? Or? Uh, honestly, my dad wasn't in the picture much. So oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's okay. So, yeah, so my grandfather took a big yeah. responsibility. And he yeah. did a lot of uh, raising us and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, so did any of his uh, mechanical know-how rub off on you? Uh, uh, let's <laughs> say I'm more of a one-trick pony. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm the most hands-on guy when it comes to mechanics or anything like that. I'm uh, definitely more of a hockey player for now. Yeah. But I mean, I'm always open to learning and stuff, and hopefully one day. My brother knows a lot more stuff with that. He's more of a hands-on guy. Yeah, it's it's weird. My dad could fix anything. My dad could do it. Like, right up there on my wall, I have his patent up there on the wall, and I'm like, I, I can't even work a screwdriver half the time. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting there just fiddling around with it, trying to figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah, I have uh, great respect for for guys like that. So. Yeah, of course, of course. Definitely see a different side of it, too. Yeah, It's nice to learn. Yeah. So you are one of the magical University of New Brunswick guys that seem that now we've just got a pipeline. I think the whole, you just guys just graduate and you come to Fort Wayne. I think that's the kind of the deal now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, at least it's my experience here. It's been like that for sure. Yeah. I mean, Bowd started it. I mean, there's been a couple of guys throughout the New Brunswick program that have come through Fort Wayne and stuff. And I mean, Bowd started it. And when we were trying to figure out what we were going to play after our university careers, I named myself uh, Murph and Coop and, Bouts reached out and he did some good recruiting and Gazola too and just ended up working out that we all got here in the same spot. It was actually really cool and made the transition a lot easier just knowing guys yeah. already. And yeah, because you had you had like half your your university team. Yeah, we had, we, had a, room. we had a whole lineup. We could have started with that with the five guys there. And then you got Sam here this year now from yeah. university too. So it's yeah. just it makes it a lot easier like when you're seeing familiar faces in the dressing room coming in each year with such a big turnover. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's it's incredible that that. That Ben Boudreau, he's kind of tapped into that, and yeah. now it's you know uh, a thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it's a, it's a great league up there. I mean, it doesn't get enough uh, coverage, of course, out yeah. in America, but they got there's some great players in that league, and I mean, the coaches out there they do a great job at development, and they, the guys that come out of there they still want to play, and if you want to play and you have a heart and a desire for it, why not? And you guys won championships like every year. I mean, you won it. I mean, how many is this now for you counting the Kelly Cup? Uh, for you? So, I mean, it's tough to say. Like, I, I'm kind of in a fence area because I won a U17. Yeah. So we got a ring for that. So essentially I have five rings, but it wasn't a full year of right. ring. So it's tough. Like some people might judge or some people might count or some people might not. Myself, I know I count it, but yeah, this is, uh, this is ring five. Ring? F- and how old are you? I am 27. Good. God. Yeah. yeah, I've been very fortunate uh, to pick the right teams and just go into the right locker rooms, and I don't know. It's been nothing but a great ride. I mean, so I mean, you guys know how to celebrate. I mean, I mean, you. I mean, did you win like four in a row? Didn't UMB win four in a row? Uh, we won two in a row, and then we end up uh, we end up winning a bronze the one year, and okay. then we won my fourth year. So I was like three for four, okay. and then the COVID pandemic shut down the last year's nationals, so my fifth year. Would we have won it? I don't know. Were we a favorite? Yes, we were going into one seed. I mean, I can say what I want. No yeah. one knows. No one will ever know. But, I mean, it was uh, kind of unfortunate because I was really hoping for that four for five. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, and people went through worse. But, I mean, yeah, I was very fortunate there. I went in there and just came in at the right time, back to back. And I've never, like, mind you, like, I've, I've been in junior. We've gone to the finals, and yeah. I've always wanted to win. And I just got fortunate enough going there first year, winning, winning the second year. And yeah. it kind of becomes a, a custom. You, you kind of become accustomed to it. And that's kind of the only thing you want to do is win after that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You win one. That's, that's the, you know, it's, that's, that's it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, so uh, what was the decision? I mean, going to UMB, what, what made you go there? So I was, uh, after my 20 year of junior, I was kind of on the fence of, uh, do I want to start pro? Or do I want to yeah. go, like we have, um, I know the OHL and the whole CHL, they offer great scholarship packages. And I was just sitting there and I was contemplating and I was pondering what I wanted to do. And I was just thinking, you know what, 
best case scenario for me is if I um, if I go get my degree, hockey's not going anywhere. Yeah. I go get my degree. I always have that to fall back on. And who knows? Maybe like I'll love the game a little more. I'll be more passionate about it. And maybe I'll mature as a human being. And it ended up being one of those things in one of those situations where I was put in the right situation with uh, Gardner McDougall up there. And I feel like I did all of that. I went and got my degree. I was very fortunate to get my degree. I did mature as a human being, and I feel like I became a better hockey player too, being there. So, I mean, it just worked yeah. out. Like, I knew pro hockey wasn't going anywhere. Right, right. I know a lot of guys get the itch to go and start yeah. playing right away, but it was one of those things that just for me and my life and where my life was going, I wanted to have that degree to always fall back on. Yeah. So what was the degree? Uh, recreation sports study. Recreation sports study. Now, yes. what does that prepare you to do? I, I mean, it, was, it <laughs> depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it uh, deals with coaching and stuff and yeah. looking like the inclusion of stuff, inclusion of like, let's say hypothetically teamwork and a lot yeah. of that stuff and management of teams. And I don't know, it was something that I was kind of fascinated with and interested yeah. in. It was, I, I went there. I didn't know what to do in my first year. I kind of just <laughs> was an open degree and yeah. I ended up taking a lot of classes leaning towards that degree. So it ended up working out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a sports guy. So yes, I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. a lot of guys, you know, want to do something like that. So, I mean, do, do you want to coach? Or is that, yeah. I mean, yeah. coaching is definitely something I've always thought about yeah. for sure. I would love to. I think it's a great, great job. I think it's a different side of the game too. You kind of have to take back. Like, I mean, you have to look at it more towards when you finish playing your career. But it's just a different aspect, a different yeah. perspective of the game. And listen, I love the game of hockey. Like, I want to be involved with it as long as I can. Have you had coaches where, like, I don't want to be like that guy? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I mean, there's definitely things. You, I feel like you take things from every coach, right? Yeah. It's definitely like each coach has their own different personalities and stuff. And I feel like you just take the best from every yeah. coach. And that's a part of getting coached by great people. Yeah. Like, I've been fortunate enough in my career that I've had nothing but great coaches. Yes, there's some things I would disagree with. I think we're all human beings, <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, like there's a lot. Of, I've learned a lot from every coach I've had, so yeah. I've been fortunate enough yeah. with that. And you can sp speak freely about Ben Boudreau here. We, you know, you can open up. You can let us know what exactly you feel about that guy. <laughs> Benny, Benny's a good man. Listen, he's got a ring. Benny's got a ring, and he's a good man. Did a great job last year with the boys, and without him, we don't get that ring. So I mean, we're very fortunate to have him here. So what was? I mean, oh, it was crazy last year because you guys couldn't do stuff. You. You know, I wasn't around. I mean, I didn't know any of you guys until Memorial Day when I was able to get on the bus. So it's mm -hmm. like for you guys, I mean, you guys had to stay in that tight pat. I mean, the bubble, I mean, is what you guys That's were in. Yeah. 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 It, was, uh, it was something I've never experienced in my life, but yeah. uh, it's something I'm very grateful for. I mean, when it comes to getting a team together and, like, really pulling towards one goal, that's the best case scenario you can be yeah. in. I mean, it's not easy, the easiest life to live. I mean, a lot of people want to live their own lives and do their own thing. But at the same time, it was 20 guys coming in with one goal in mind. And ultimately, that was to win a championship. So we had to put, we had to sacrifice and put a lot of things that we want to do on hold. But I think it made us just more closer as a team. Yeah. When you're hanging out with, you can't hang out yeah. with more like, uh, say, random people or yeah. go meet people. So you're kind of stuck to your boys. And I don't know if you can't get close with that, then yeah. that's kind of on you. Like, yeah. You don't have the right group of guys. But we had a good group of guys here last year that yeah. everyone wanted to hang out with each other. It was a really cool experience. With yeah. That. I mean, was, I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys didn't have any positive COVID tests. The only team in the league, which I mean, is still re totally remarkable to me. And, but I mean, you guys, I mean, you like self policed yourself. I mean, you guys had great discipline and other teams didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that helps when we had a very veteran team. Yeah. And I think a lot of the guys, even the young guys coming in, um, you see some of the guys, the veterans going through and all they wanted to do their whole career is win. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can't get on board with them wanting to win and if they don't show you the right way, that's on us. Like, so I was one of those things that like, I don't know, guys sacrifice and you know what, when we, when we did have fun, we did it together and we did it safe and yeah. that was the main important thing and it made us closer as a team. Yeah. And you guys there, I mean, you guys could only eat certain places. I mean, only certain places you could go. I mean, <laughs> you could only eat takeout basically. So, I mean, 
Did you have a go-to restaurant here in town? Yeah, <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time at the, the Pub 1802. Yeah. And I, I, I'll speak for myself, but I know yeah. a lot of guys like that place yeah. a lot, too. I don't know. Their food was great. The service was great. The manager was awesome with us. So yeah. we spent a lot of time there, and it was close to a couple of the apartments, so it just ended up working out well. Yeah. Arneel, he's the... Arneel, yeah. yeah. He's Arnel, a good man. He's a good guy. He's a good yeah. man. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's the, that's the, uh, the plug there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in Fort Wayne, there's uh, no, I mean, it's limitless as far as food. I mean, this is the greatest place you want to go to, you know, to chow down. Because of course, yes. You can't go 10 feet without running into a sandwich in this town. Yes, of course. Great. Yeah, there's a lot of good food options out there, and I'm, I'm looking forward to trying more and more. Yeah. Now that you're kind of free. I yeah, mean, a little still, bit. Yeah. A little bit. I no. mean, you guys are still, you know, playing close. Yeah, it hinders yeah. you. And, but, I mean, at the yeah. same time, like, yeah, I've, I've been trying some stuff out like that. Pot belly place. Yeah. Phenom- phenomenal. One yeah. of the best subs I've ever had. Great there. I love uh, being a Canadian. We don't have Texas Roadhouse up in Canada. Love that spot. Really? Love that spot. Great big steak. You get to pick your steak. You can't yeah. complain. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, uh, yeah, I like to talk to the guys about, like, you know, food in Canada. You know, like... Uh, uh, Benny's one of my favorite pl- was the keg, you know, yep. which is, yeah, which is, uh, we finally got to eat there with him. And it was fantastic, fantastic, awesome, yeah. right? I yeah. actually, my mom took me there before I uh, before I end up coming down this season. So I mean, I haven't eaten there in a couple of years. Yeah, but it is some good. Yeah, you can't yeah. go wrong with a piece of meat from there. <laughs> yeah. And you uh, r- uh, roomed with uh, Murphy, right? Yeah, were I'm... you guys roommates in college too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I roomed with Murphy yeah. in college too, and I roomed with Murph. I want to say he was a year younger than me, so. He roomed with Coop his first year, and then his second and third year, I was with him. Okay. And then I, my last year, I was just with another guy, an individual. We just did a two-bedroom or whatever, and then this year. So I roomed with Murph for three years. Oh, wow. So, I mean, you know everything about You got yeah. all the dirt on Murph. Oh, yeah. He's one of my good buddies. One of my <laughs> good, best buddies in the world. He's a good man. Well, I remember you think about Murph was you talking about steaks that he's like a big – he wanted to open a restaurant. He's yeah. like, that's oh, yeah. his thing. Oh, yeah. Zoid's yeah. Palace, as he would say. Yeah. So it's, yeah it's, uh, he's had some ideas about that, and I'm hoping he can eventually ultimately pull that off one day. I would love to eat there. Yeah. Hopefully be complimentary, but time will tell. <laughs> we'll see how we ended things, if he still likes me or not in a couple of years. Yeah, no, we, we uh, swapped, like, steak recipes. I mean, it was, it was cool because I actually – I had uh, got these two big steaks for Christmas – and I said, I'm not going to eat these until we – it's my victory skate steaks. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not going to eat them until this, this happens. That's how confident I was in December. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> was it a good steak? It was amazing. Good, it was good. those big rib, the tomahawk ribeyes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I actually had my first tomahawk this summer. Let me tell you, that was yeah. something special. Yeah. Oh, that piece of meat's pretty good. Oh, that's it's awesome. And, and, and when we were celebrating, you know, I mean, I could, we couldn't go – 10 minutes without someone throwing a steak in our face because it was celebratory food all the yeah, time. Of course. <laughs> of course. You need it, though. You need yeah. those. You yeah. need it, especially in the summer. You want to do the barbecues and all that stuff. And yeah. Steak's the best, top of the list when it comes to barbecuing. Oh. Well, it was, it was awful for me because when the season started, I discovered I had a heart condition, and mm-hmm. I had to change my diet. And okay. it was like I stopped eating red meat. I mean, so like that week, it was like I was totally <laughs> off the bit. wagon. But you were good. You were good throughout the whole year? Yeah. That's good. I yeah. hope everything's okay with you. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm good. good I'm I mean, I, I lost I lost 30 pounds during the season, and that was, wow. like, amazing. Were you feeling better? To, yeah, I mean, I, I was. I was. Yeah. It was nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, a doctor's orders, so, you know, I got got that taken care of right now and then doing well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, dropping 30 pounds like that, I was kind of amazed with myself. That is, that is amazing. Wow. <laughs> and it's just a change of red meat. Uh, no, I, t- I didn't do any red meat, but I, I really – the only – the best way for me to lose weight is fasting. Yes. I mean, that's – I mean, I preach that. It's like if anyone asks me that, I'm like, that's the best way. I mean, it yeah. it sucks for like a week or two until you get kind of used to it. Just a bit. Yep. But once you do it, it is awesome. 
So of course. They're, they're Shane's diet tips. There's, there you go. <laughs> Take notes, guys. But you lost weight too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I lost some job. weight. Um, yeah. I actually did the fasting over the summer. Yeah. And then I think just um, in university, you go from a 30-game schedule yeah. to last year. I know we only played 50 games, yeah. but I mean, this year's a full 72 games. You're on the ice every day, essentially. Yeah. And then you mix in a workout too with that. Like, you're always moving. You're constantly moving. Yeah. And you're eating better and you're on your own times and I don't know, like I'm a 27-year-old man now, so it's a little different. I'm not, not in university where you just go on chicken wings and all that good stuff, or you actually want to make a nice meal, whether it be chicken thighs or a steak or some yeah. salmon. I don't know. It was just one of those things. I kind of fell in love with the gym and just kept going hard, and it ended up working out well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the fasting, What did you? how many hours do you do? Um, so I was a little strange in a sense. I know everybody's different. Yeah, everyone has a, on their way I doing wasn't, it. I'm not the biggest breakfast guy. So right. I don't I don't wake up and I don't instantly crave food. Yeah. So I like to I like to eat after a practice essentially, and then I'd probably eat from roughly one to nine. Okay. And then I'm I'm sleeping and I'm good till the next day. Yeah. And then like that's not every day. Obviously, there's gonna be days where you're you're starving. Right. You gotta yeah. eat, but uh, my fast was mostly one to nine. Oh, good. I I actually I got it down where I could do 24 hours. I was wow. like, it was like between, I didn't eat between eight and nine at night and that was it. It was liquids the entire day. So wow. it's like, and yeah. you're functioning too. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah. So there are the days that you are just starving. You're got, you got to eat, but it's like, I able, and it's like, if I do it really well, if I'm really strict during the week, I don't feel so bad like on a Saturday or Sunday to of kind of, you know, to, go to indulge it. a little bit and have a little fun. Yeah. It, of course. Yeah. So yeah, this is turning into diet tips, but you know what? Hey, you know what? Maybe, uh, <laughs> someone yeah <laughs> grass onto it and we get a an endorsement so so yeah uh, t- you know talking about yeah, i mean you were i mean technically a rookie i mean yeah. but i mean you're 27 i mean you've seen a lot of hockey well and that's the same thing with uh gazola you know he's like i'm not a rookie even though i'm <laughs> i mean on paper you're you yeah. are a rookie of yeah. course but i mean at the same time like you're coming a little older you've seen you played some big yeah. games you've seen it like I mean, at the end of the day, rookie or not rookie, you're gonna we're gonna come full room and you're gonna say what you want to say. We have a close knit group, and guys are gonna listen, or guys aren't gonna listen. It's just one of those things where you gotta feel comfortable, and that's the best way teams work is if everyone feels comfortable enough to speak and say what's on their yeah. mind, and everyone gets on the same page. And and you and going back to I jump around, uh, you know. So you left when you were 16. You left yes. home, yeah. and you didn't go. I mean, you didn't really come back. I well, mean, no. Was, so how it I worked mean, was I I'd, I'd leave at 16. We yeah. play our eight month seasons, and I go home for four months. Then I'd do it again. I did that for five years. And then when I was out in school, I actually never been out to the Maritimes in my life Yeah. before I went out to Fredericton. And I absolutely loved it out there. So the first two years, I'd come home for the summer. And then the last two years, I ended up staying summers out there and getting a job and enjoying it. Like I just, it was a different lifestyle, a little more slower pace. And yeah. Everyone was so friendly. And it was one of those things. My grandma grew up, my grandma's from Nova Scotia too. Oh, so okay. I don't know. I just, I yeah. enjoyed the Maritimes so much. I, got, I met some great people and I just ended up staying out there for summers. So it was Something I, I very cherish a lot in my experience and where hockey's taken me. Yeah. So what were some of the jobs you had? Um, so the for two years, I did the Molson Coors. I was a summer rep. For, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I, was, okay. I, was beer, uh, I was a beer oh, rep. Oh, so okay. It was a lot of fun. I'd hook the boys up. Yeah. we get some free beers for the weekend. <laughs> we do a lot of uh, sampling and stuff. And I don't yeah. know, you get to network and meet a lot of people, meet a lot of cool people out there and doing that. And like I said, the free beers, they had me sold at the free beers on the weekends, especially in the summer, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with that job. So what's the difference between Canadian beer and American beer? Um, you okay, have a preference? So, Let's no, get into this. Yeah, yeah. So I actually... <laughs> You're I was, an expert. <laughs> yeah, no, I was a firm believer that... And I was a firm believer that American beer was watered down. Okay. And then I did a taste tester this summer where I had an American Coors Light and a Canadian Coors Light, and they were the exact same. 
So I don't know if I was just thinking, <laughs> I was thinking wrong my whole life or whatever, but there is no difference. I, I tasted no difference at all. They were the exact same. So that's on me. I was wrong. That's just probably one of those urban legends urban that, legend. that goes yeah, around. Hear, yeah, you just hear around, but I, I definitely proved myself wrong on that one. <laughs> all right, so we know that. So Canadian beer is uh, the same as American beer. That's nice. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. <laughs> so now, are you, but are you brand loyal? I mean, you were a Coors guy, yeah. so do you stay that way? Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, I'm pretty easy. If someone's buying me a beer and it doesn't have to be Coors, I'm still going to have the beer. But, I mean, if I'm buying my own beer, it's probably going to be a Coors Light, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, did you, I mean, did you sell it? I mean, you went around? I mean, yeah. is that what you yeah. were doing? Yeah, so a lot of it was, uh, so I worked under, like, the main rep of the area. So a lot of it would be he would have these accounts, and he'd go around, and he'd make sure, like, whether it would be a bar or it would be a liquor store, yeah. or he'd go around and make sure they have everything they need. Or he'd send me in, and I'd be sitting there, and I'd be talking, and I'd be like, what do you guys need? Here's our new list of products. I can give them a little yeah. just, a little synopsis of what it is, and maybe I'd bring in samples for them to try, and if they enjoyed it, they would ultimately buy yeah. it and start selling it themselves. Yeah. So it was just cool. It was just a very different job than I've ever worked in my life, and yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, there's there's the career, man. I mean, a beer rep. It's gotta be. Yeah, it's uh, it a lot a of fun. fun. It's a lot different. A <laughs> lot different than I've ever done. I I've worked uh, like interlocking and more construction in the past over yeah. the summers. So it's a little more. You get to dress up nice, and you get to walk around. You get a. I was driving like a Coors Light deco van. Was, yeah. Everyone knew where you were. And it was, just a, it was a fun job. It was a cool job. Yeah. A lot of guys, you know, get saddled with the labor jobs. Yeah. You know, like you, like you said, uh, a lot of construction guys, a lot of landscaping guys mm-hmm. that do stuff in the summer. Um, but I know last year, you know, some of the guys were like, I can't get a job this summer because we're playing. It's July. We're it playing. Is, it's summer hockey, essentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, I'm sure that's the latest a lot of guys have played. I've never played that far in yeah. the summer. Like I know, just getting home. It was I got home mid mid July, and it's usually you're home in May or yeah or in April. Like especially at school, you're home in April if you're going home. Like it's just yeah. very different. But it was like a really cool time. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, playing a game in July was, was was actually was kind of neat. I actually really kind of enjoyed it because just because of the weather. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? If the hockey world were to switch from say January to June, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would be. <laughs> No better feeling than going to the rink in shorts. And then yeah. Going out of the rink in shorts, you still have the whole day to yourself. If yeah. you want to swing the clubs, you swing the clubs. You want to go to a pool, you go to the pool. Yeah, yeah. And that's unusual, obviously, for where we live. But uh, have you ever gone south? Have you ever been to some – I mean, where's the furthest place um, you've gone? I went to Florida when I was uh, just a boy. I yeah. mean, I was probably six years old. I, was, I, I don't remember it much. I remember the heat being really, yeah. really, yeah. really hot. Yeah. And, I mean, South Carolina was pretty south for me. I've been down to uh, Mexico a couple of times yeah. and um, been down to uh, Dominican Republic. Mind you, those were just week vacations or yeah. whatever, but um, all hot and definitely different experiences for sure. Oh, cool. Mexico. See, I've never been to Mexico. Never been to Mexico. I'd like to do that. I had a lot of fun in Mexico. I went with a bunch of buddies from home. We had a good time there. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you go in Mexico? Oh, this was my first year of university. It's all yeah. blurred to me. It's all blurred. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of Molson and yeah, yeah, yeah. That was more. What, or was that Mexican beer? What? What? This uh, the a lot of Coronas and <laughs> I don't know. That was more of a end of the school year. A couple yeah. of guys, a couple of my buddies from home were graduating university. So I mean, if you could kind of pick up where we're putting down, what kind of trip that was? But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, so I'm, was that a celebratory? Did you guys win that year? We did win that okay, year. So. Yeah, so it was a celebratory. So that was uh, yeah. the first thing I did when I got back that summer. So we, we had a lot of fun there. <laughs> so what was, I mean, do you have, a, I mean, five championships. Is there a favorite in there? Um, it's kind of tough to say. I feel like yeah. they're all special for yeah. their own reasons. I mean, like, I remember my first two at school, you're coming in, and we had a very veteran team. Yeah. And, um, 
like ultimately like there was guys that were driving the, driving our bus yeah there was guys that were bigger parts of it and stuff like that and i remember just being a first second year like i was a I was a part of the team of course and i did my part but i was i was more of a background influence opposed to like one of the guys or driving a bus so in my fourth year it was uh very special i got to wear the cap in that year and yeah it was one of those things that like i, I was playing a lot of minutes and i felt like really involved and i don't know you go you, you play with guys for four or five years yeah. now and like you're starting to get like more accustomed to each other. You're starting to grow with each other. Yeah. And I don't know. That one was very special. And then even the Kelly Cup was special. I mean, my first year pro. Sure. To go one for one. I'm yeah. Very, like I'm very fortunate. It's <laughs> something I'll never forget in my life. And the group of guys we had it with, like there was a lot of special characters in that room. And I'd learned so much from them. And I just thoroughly enjoyed being at the rink with yeah. them. And just whether it was just talking, shooting around, yeah. and going out, even playing the game, like skating and practicing. It was, they just made it fun, and it was just a special year. Yeah. So you're a golfer? Uh, not, a, not a very good not one. Not a very good one? Not a very good one, no. <laughs> if, I, if I get one good shot, that's enough to bring me back yeah. for another round. I'm not a very good one, but I just like going out there. It's just I find it very peaceful, and it's a lot yeah. of fun we're going out there with a couple yeah. of fellas. So is that the only, I mean, kind of hobby you got? Is no, you got I, anything I, you... I love music. Yeah. I love golf. Um, I love going to the gym. Love the gym. Love music. Love golf. Um, my buddies, when I was out in the Maritimes, we do a lot of just sports that we wouldn't play normally. Yeah. So whether that's like softball, we're in a softball league, yeah. or if we go shoot hoops, I love I love being active. Yeah. Uh, mostly, yeah. Most of my hobbies are more physically active. <laughs> but you're a music guy. Music, I yeah. love music. Yeah. Love my music. Yeah. What are you into? What's the? Uh, I love Drake. Drake. Well, yeah. it's Canadian. Yes, I mean, course, obviously, of course, I love Drake. But uh, I love all genres. Honestly, yeah. a good song is a good song. Yeah. I mean, you can't put that past it. But if I'm gonna pick a genre, it's gonna be the hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. me some Drake. I know a lot of lyrics, a lot of lyrics, <laughs> religiously, yes. <laughs> Love it when you're, you're sitting in a dressing room and I'm out on the music or anything like that. So I got to sit there. I never know what song's coming, but if that comes on, it gets me going a little yeah. more. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a big music guy. You can see around my office of that that's all I've got is music posters up. So, uh, uh, no, I certainly appreciate that hobby because uh, I'm I always, I always, when I'm not, I mean, I always have my headphones on. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, that's always like, even at the rink before a game, that's what I do. I listen to music. I don't really don't do anything else. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, I love talking to other music guys who are really, really into it, you know? Yes. So it doesn't matter what it is, you know, yeah, it's just course. whatever you're, you're a fan. Cause I actually, I argue with, uh, with Skylar. Uh, sometimes because yeah. he's a big country guy. He's a country guy, of course. And I'm like, he's and he's like, you don't like any country. I'm like, no, I like country music. I grew up on on Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings and all that stuff. But I'm like, today's country, uh... it's a little different. For sure. <laughs> it's definitely a little different. Yeah, but it's uh, it's just I, I don't know. I don't know if I, if it's just like I I find people can resonate it with it however they want. Yeah, I don't know. Like everyone resonates with stuff differently. And for me, it's music's a great thing. Yeah, I mean, it, a song like can bring you back to a time it's almost like yeah, a exactly and that's what it's about that's yeah. why i love that's why i say about music i'm like what's your favorite song you can't really say that it's because it's whatever brings you back to that place yeah, it could be a happy time yeah Who knows? it's just like you hear a song you haven't heard in years it's like i know exactly where i was when right I song right and when i loved it and i don't know it's just cool it brings me back and stuff it's nice yeah yeah that's awesome yeah trake uh canadian legend is i mean uh, it's weird because you know you hear a lot of you know you 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 know, if you listen to a game on the NHL and they're playing music and you hear it, it's like, what is that song? And because like, they play a lot of Canadian artists that yes. you don't get to hear here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a shame. <laughs> yeah. so there is a bunch of Canadian artists out there. It's, uh, it's definitely growing up in Canada and there's a lot of, they're getting more global recognition and stuff with The Weeknd, Drake, Bieber, yeah. like, so, I mean, there's some good artists out there, but I mean, there's good artists from everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere you go, you can find a good yeah. artist. Have you been to any concerts since everything no. opened up? Or? No, I haven't. It's been a couple of years since I've been yeah. to a concert. Yeah. Been a couple of years. And I used to love going to concerts. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah. in uh, 
when I was probably 18, we there was like this little summer pass and you'd get like five country tickets and it was at the Molson Amphitheater in Toronto. You'd pay like a hundred bucks, you get five concert oh, tickets. Oh, wow. We do that every summer almost. Yeah? Yeah, that was a big concert guy. I haven't yeah. been doing years though, yeah. just since the pandemic. Right. right. Like, right. yeah, hopefully everything can start getting back a little to normality and we can get back into the concerts. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have a favorite show that you've been to? Uh, yeah, Drake for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there he is again. It, yeah, I saw Drake <laughs> in Montreal and absolutely loved it. Yeah. Loved it. One of the best shows I've ever been to. Yeah. I've got, uh, I'll be going to Chicago uh, November 15th to see Genesis. And that's, okay. you know, I'm, Are you excited for I'm that? a geek. Yeah. Uh, but, oh yeah, I saw them 30 years ago wow. when I was in high school. And uh, this is their, allegedly going to be their last tour. So I'm, gotta uh, get a ticket. I'm, I'm, I got the ticket in May and I'm like, I hope everything works out. Mm-hmm. So they had to cancel shows in, in England before they came over because of COVID, you know, a couple weeks yeah. ago. Uh, so I've been a little nervous since then, hopefully. That. I hope it all works out for you. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. 30 years later. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be amazing. And it's, it's, it's neat because, um, uh, Dale Newman, uh, who I, I'd like to actually need to get on this show. Uh, he was actually their guitar tech for many years. And he's from Fort Wayne, and he okay. lives in England. He listens to every Comet game. Really? Eh? Yeah, it's amazing. He, he has for for years. Uh, so yeah, so he's been kind of. He's like, hey, you know, I might be able to get you backstage and stuff like that. And uh, you know, uh, due to COVID, I can't. You know, it's <laughs> like they're not doing that stuff. But yeah. uh, he, he's been uh, really really cool. So it's like, and they're so. You know, there's Comet fans everywhere. It's like I run into people like that. I mean, he lives in England and Still loves to it. every game. That's amazing. Know? Yeah. That is amazing. It's great. Such a historic franchise. It makes sense. Yeah. Everywhere, like you said. In England, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I actually lives in Scotland right now, Scotland, but that's yeah. yeah, but still, uh, it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, but if you ever get a chance to see, I mean, Fort Wayne is a really cool music town. I mean, mm-hmm. it's I always kind of likened it to to Austin, Texas. It's a little version of Austin. Okay. So it's like once everything gets back, to, you know, hopefully to normal. I mean, if you're a music lover, you'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be nice. Nice to catch a concert. <clears throat> yeah, be awesome. Yeah, the Clyde Theater. Is, the Clyde Theater. So I've heard. Yeah. So I've heard. I've heard yeah. nothing but good things. <laughs> That's heard. the place to go. <laughs> good. Good. I'll have to keep that in the back pocket there. Yeah. So so what? Uh, okay. You win. You win the Kelly Cup. So what was your celebration like? What did What did you? What I mean? What did you guys do? I mean, I I know it was broken. I know the cup was broken. <laughs> but I mean, specifically, I mean, like I love hearing these. I've heard heard them for years. You know yeah. what what guys have done uh, and keep it G- PG. Of course, of course. <laughs> we had some fun. We had a lot of fun actually. We. Uh, we were here for about four days after, and then we had the all part ways and stuff. But, I mean, for the most part, we caught a 10 caps game. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. It ended up being the 4th of July weekend, so yeah. we had a lot of fun with that. We spent some time around our, our pool at the apartments there, which was amazing. Yeah. Like, it was the heat of summer. <laughs> you're sitting there. You're staring all day. You're having, a, you're having a good time. The boys are all out there soaking up the sun. It was just, honestly, it was kind of a whirlwind. Like, everything kind of happened so fast. Yeah. But we made sure we lived it up, and we had a great time. Yeah, it was a really cool, awesome experience. And it was it was sad when everybody left because it was because it, it was like, oh my god, we've been so tired. I mean, like, it, I mean, for me, I mean, again, I didn't really see you guys until May, mm-hmm. but I was with you guys from May until July. I mean, like every, every day. day, of course. And it's like we got really, really tight, really fast. And like when everybody left, it's like, wow, this is this is sad because we're not gonna. This is the last time we're gonna be together. I know you're spending 20 hours on a bus yeah. together to part noise, and you don't know when you'll see some guys. Yeah. again it was a sad feeling it's just and it all happened so quick yeah right? yeah it was one of those things i think everything was just kind of scurried together like and ended up working out we won our championship we had some fun but i don't know we had to part ways a little quicker and i don't know it was just one of those things i'll never forget yeah i'll always remember yeah. and I'll always cherish we had a lot of fun 
we had a lot of fun and i think that's as much as i'll say about that we had <laughs> a lot yeah we had a lot of fun we, we didn't hold back that's for sure <laughs> and you mentioned the 20-hour bus ride that was to to allen yes and the air conditioner broke on the way home right oh yeah oh yeah that was a hot one that was a hot miserable i did i missed i i was I, everybody hated me because they f i was flown in and out yeah. i was not on the bus you're the one of the fortunate <laughs> ones yes of course but you know what honestly as as bad as that or as fortunate as the air conditioner breaking it, it yeah. brought us closer together really we're all in it together right yeah. exactly so if we're going yeah. through it we're going through it we're all doing it together it's not like anyone's getting any more better privilege or better treatment or anything like that we're in it together yeah help bring us closer too that's another one of those why not kind of a thing yeah well, like <laughs> add another story yeah put it on there we, we expect it what else can happen kind of thing it was it just ended up being one of those trips it was mucky in there and it was a hot hot trip <laughs> And you guys were traveling. It was on Father's Day, too. So if you guys stopped to get something to eat, it was packed. You everywhere, know, it was, we everywhere you went. Everywhere was, we went, it was packed. <laughs> you couldn't even get off the bus. I think we stopped. I, I'm not, I, mean, I could be wrong. I think we stopped like three times. We're like, yeah, there's no way. The whole team, there's no way we're going to be able to get you in here right now. It was Father's Day. It was absolutely packed. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, have you ever had any other travels? I mean, stories like that? I mean, you, you've juniors, I mean. No, university no not not like that that's for sure yeah. i mean um juniors i think our longest bus trip might have been like an eight hour yeah and that was like you'd always do it three and three so you don't yeah. have to go one way eight hours right and then in university our close our furthest trip was only five hours oh wow so, so like we yeah. were fortunate enough we never did 20 hours on the bus i'm like last year was the first time i've ever been on a sleeper bus really yeah so it was some, a new experience for yeah. me and it was a cool experience but never done 20 hours on a bus <laughs> Wild experience, that's for sure. Uh, you know, the the uh, sleeper bus is comfy. They, I, they are comfy. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh, it's because it, people ask me about the bus. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we packed everybody. I mean, it's like it's we're on top of each other, but yeah. it's still, uh, you know, it's, it's better than a coach bus. Oh, 100 percent. <laughs> yeah, being stuck up in that chair for 20 hours would be tough on the back. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> so so you so after 20 hours on a bus, boy, you guys get off. I mean, I'm sure you guys were kissing the ground when you came to the Coliseum. <laughs> Yeah, a couple of guys are happy. We were just happy to be home. Yeah. We were just happy to be home and excited. I mean, we came out of there with the split, too. And yeah. What a game that was. I think, yeah, we were down 4-1 going into the third. And we just, oh, I don't know. Oh, that's, yeah. Just the, the roller coaster of emotions to come home knowing that we we're going to have to close it out on our ice. Yeah. And we're not going to do another 20-hour bus trip. It was just one of those things. We were just relieved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll go back to that game. Let's talk about that game. That was that was, I mean, you're talking about a roller coaster, right? You lose game one against Allen. Game two, you come out, you're down 3-1 with 4-1 with like 12 and a half left. I mean, did you guys ever have any, I mean, like, we're going to win this game. You know, even if you're down 4-1, you're just like, eh, well, I mean, gonna, you know. it, it was, <laughs> I don't know, it was one of those. Or was there, there a moment, it's like, all right, all right, we're back in it. <laughs> um, I mean, anytime you're down 4-1, like, we're professional hockey players. Like, uh, you're not down, you're not out, you're not over. It's not over till yeah. it's over, right? So, I mean, you always have the belief and stuff. But I think once we got that second goal, it was like, okay, we got a little bit of time here. Yeah. We, we, let's see what we can do. Yeah. We popped another one pretty quick, and it's like, all right, I think we might actually. I think yeah. we're going to win this game. I think yeah. this is our game. And then when we tied it, we knew we were winning it. Yeah, that's – We knew we were winning it. Like, yeah. you imagine being up 4-1 and then the deflation and that loss right. opposed to being down 4-1, tying it, where you're just – you're all Ryan, you're feeling good, opposed to, like, going in the locker room and going in overtime. Where it's like we just kind of blew a four-one lead, yeah, on home ice. So, I mean, once we get once we tie, I think there was a b big belief that we were winning that game. Yeah, 
Oh, that was – I mean, that was uh, – I still can't believe it. I mean, that's one of the greatest comebacks in Comet history, and you guys were, were a part of it because even at, at 4-1, um, I'm dreading this. We, uh, laser scores, makes it 4-2, and I'm even like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Leifer popped one, an easy one, a, a softy, and I'm like, okay. Now we got a chance. And then right. we got a power play. I'm like, all right, that's it. I think, yeah, I remember being on the bench like, I think we're tying this. I'm like, well, Hawks is going to do something yeah. there, and what's he do? He puts it in. And, yeah. And then for Cooper – I don't know who got it, Cooper. Well, well. This, okay. No, I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> here, here, right. When here was the, I mean, it took weeks to figure this out because I'm the guy who does the scoring changes. Yes. So immediately after the game, it was like, no, it 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 was uh, uh, Moisan who did it. You know who who, who got it. Um, so you know, kind of no no argument. I don't think Cooper was like, yeah, he tipped it. It's you know, yeah. but it, it just went back and forth for like two weeks, and I it took me till after the playoffs to actually change the goal. Really? Eh? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at that point, it doesn't matter who got it, as right? Long as, as long as we got it, but that was just funny because you, right. you see everyone uh, gravitating towards Coop because yeah. we thought he scored yeah. it, and then you see a couple guys gravitating towards Mo because yeah. he thought he scored it, and they both sounded like they scored it. But yeah. Then a day we wanted a new guy, right? Exactly. Yeah. It didn't matter who got it, but it was it was a fun uh, conversation with everybody who got yeah. it. It's like the two guys involved; they're the ones who really. <laughs> it's not everybody yeah, else. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So yeah. No, that was fun. And I mean. And you, and you got Cooper in, you know, later in the season, and that was cool to have just another teammate. Yep, of course. You know, and uh, he he's another food guy. His dad owns a food truck. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a, he's got a. I, I'm actually roommates with Cooper this year. And oh yeah, he's a great cook. Oh, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, he can make a nice salad. Yeah. He's got a good steak. He he can do it all. It's very diverse in that kitchen, and I'm uh, reaping the benefits for sure. <laughs> Sitting there, I'm peeking over his shoulder, like, "Hey, that looks kind of good. Maybe I try a little bit of that." Hey, yeah, you might put that twenty pounds back on. Yeah, you lost. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> All right, man. So uh, let's end with: Do you have any interesting scars? You got one on your lip. Where'd you get that one? <laughs> um, this is a high stick. <laughs> high stick on the lip. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was in PI. And it was like the last two minutes of the game, so their doctor ended up going home. Yeah. So oh. I, I, I couldn't get stitches on site, so I yeah. had to bus home four hours, go to the emergency room, wait another eight hours, like nine in the morning. When Seriously? I, when I finally got the stitches, there was only like three stitches. I'm like, come on. Like, <laughs> could it just heal naturally? And then I got one through the eyebrow. Yeah. Um, I think that was – trying to remember. That might have been university, too. I got one through the other eyebrow, university. And then I got one when I was younger. I got like a puck when you're wearing yeah. cages. Oh, yeah. And, and it hit pressure right on here. it. Yeah, yeah, the pressure just slipped yeah. like on my hairline. So yeah. that one's kind of hidden with the hair, but <laughs> nah, got a couple of scars. Yeah, yeah. So everyone uh, everyone does, whether physical or emotional. So. Yep. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Well, great, brother. Man, I appreciate it, and I apologize. I didn't get you in here last year. I mean, it was one of those things where I, it's like I got to get Marky, and it just we got into the playoffs, and it got crazy, and that, and that was it. But uh, glad to have you on. And, act, and actually, I was I was really stupid last year because I was doing it remotely, yeah. and I'm like, all right, I got one guy who's rooming with another guy. Why don't I just do them both oh, right yeah, now? And I just did not think about that. I so. mean, it happens. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be on here, and I uh, thank you guys for having me here. All right, brother. Well, have a good season, man. We'll see you around. Appreciate it, Shane. All right, buddy. Take care. That concludes today's broadcast. Shane Alberani and Marcus McIver. Boy, what a combination. Great interview. Good times with Marky. He is one of the better ones, and so glad I was able to sit down with him. So I want to thank him uh, for being on the show. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I want to thank Huntington University for making this podcast happen each and every week during the season. We have got more fun interviews coming up. Uh, we have got another Bob Chase uh, tribute coming up as well here in a couple of weeks, so be on the lookout for that. But uh, until next time, 
That's it. Shane Alberani, I've been your host of the Huntington University Comets podcast, and thank you for listening.